0: Okay, welcome to Lockdown Thoughts again. Another one at night, late at night. Uh, so this time I thought I'd talk about philosophy and Christianity. Now, the reason I'm doing this is just to just just to see, have a look at uh, if we can find out what we should be doing as Christians and what we shouldn't be doing. Now the re- the re- what this is all from is mainly from uh, the person called Paul. Now um, in the later part of the Bible called the New Testament, Paul is someone who does a lot of the writing in that part of the bible and there's one part where he warns people to um, avoid um, the philosophy and And meaningless w- words of um, people that are focusing on the elements of the world. Now, we could read that and say, well, therefore, Paul is saying, keep away from anything that goes by that name, philosophy. Now. First, I think we should look at what that word actually means. Philosophy actually means the love of wisdom. So to be a philosopher is simply to be a lover of wisdom. Now, as we've said in some of the other uh, talks, God is... All knowledge, he's all love, and he is total wisdom. So for any follower of him we are called to love God. Now God is wisdom, that is his characteristic of him. He is is all-knowing. So to love God is to be a lover of wisdom. He is wisdom itself. He is truth itself. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth and the life. So we have this God who is truth. The truth itself. And to love God is to love wisdom. Now we, we just saying that, we have to look into it further. Um, what was Paul talking about? Well, Let's look at other things that Paul said. Paul said that the world actually... the people, their their intellects have had it revealed to them through their intellect um, the characteristics of God. It says that the world um, reveals God's characteristics. Um, The Bible talks about that the the world speaks of his his glory and he says to people, uh, he talks to philosophers at one point and he actually says that, in a way anyway, that something they, that some of their own thinkers had said was true. Now to what extent he, he may have had qualifications, that's fine, because uh, we believe that the, the quote that he refers to One source from that is a hymn to Zeus. Now, now Paul was not saying that Zeus was our God. But I think he was probably just saying that the way they had described, um, described it is true about the God who does exist. He also says that people who were not followers of God in the, in the sense of the Christian way, the um, Hebrew way, he says that there were some who had some acquaintance with God. They knew some things about God, but they turned away and made it about other things. And he, I think, talks about idols and things like that, or animals, oh, i have to look at that again, actually. So There were also, there is I remember also a reference in the Old Testament saying that there were people of other lands who were in some way pleasing God even though they didn't know the full truth because they were living um, right by their conscience Again, I would look that up again, if anyone is wondering about that. Look look into that to see that the way I'm saying it is correct or not. Um, <clears throat> from what I remember, that it's the case. Now, I'm not saying people don't need Jesus. I'm saying uh, um, that's uh, another subject uh, about how people... Um, how people who haven't heard of Jesus, um, where they, where they fit into the equation, um, that's that's an, a, another question. Now, this makes me think that Paul was not saying that all of. The use of our minds is bad. Now saying that there are some things that cannot be known by our human minds as we are now. This is where I would say faith comes into it. Without taking that step, and a, a, an educated step of faith. When I say educated, I don't mean there has to be education involved or anything like that. I mean that you can take a step of faith in whatever way you're wanting, but there is nothing wrong by reading, say, the Bible and, and thinking that that makes a lot of sense to me. And then you take that step, of saying, I'm going to give God my life and we'll move from there. Now, what faith does is faith opens us up to, this is how I would say it, it's, it's a knowledge that isn't necessarily Given to our minds, we can have an experience of God in a in, in a way that isn't necessarily going through our mind. Now, we can, you know, we operate with our mind, and so we can we can see what we're exper- experiencing, etc. But it's more than an act of the intellect and faith was always seen, as far as I know, as an act of the whole being. It's not just an intellect, an intellectual assent. You're not just saying, "I believe that," and that's it. It's acting on it. It's giving your trust to someone. Living it out. Risking things. Risking um, your, your living as if it is true. And you grow in faith. Sometimes faith is described as a gift from God. And I know for myself, I've had certain times where uh, faith has just come out of nowhere. And my mind is actually rebelling against believing a certain thing. It's it's thinking all the problems with um, what i'm looking at but something just comes and you are given faith it's it's not uh, in that's in that time it's not depending on your mind saying a plus b equals c it's it's something else, there's some other thing operating there inside of us. Um, I'll just pick something up right here. Um, this uh, I wrote some things, the other times I did write a few little things once in one of these videos I think I mean I, I did I think it was just the ones um, I thought this time I would just make some notes so that I know where I'm going this time um, because it was certain things I, I wanted to talk about today um, Now, can philosophy, in fact, it's probably best that we avoid that word, perhaps. Not not that there's anything wrong with the word, but if we think of... Because some people even say that philosophy is just the way you view the world, so for the Christian... You could say their philosophy is Christianity. It's how they view the world, and so if we use it in that sense, we can't say that Christianity is wrong because it's our philosophy. Um, so we can, if we use that word, we might be tempted to think, well, Paul warned us about philosophy. Now, from what I think, I think that he was warning about... Okay, possibly he was saying that where a lot of people were at the time in that philosophical community, we we have things said in the Bible, in the New Testament, saying that uh, They were focused on hearing a new thing. So it it seemed to be that it was more about um, just uh, hearing new ideas. Now that doesn't sound like truth. Just hearing any new idea for the sake of it, hearing something new, is not very good. Um, You should be seeking truth. Now, the full truth comes in Jesus Christ. Full truth, what does that mean? What, What I'm saying is that Jesus is God. And a characteristic of God is that he is truth. Now, the more we can experience God, the more we can experience the truth and knowledge. Um, We could maybe look into this in another video, (coughs) because there's a problem in people who might call themselves philosophers. They'll come up against a problem, which is called the subject object problem or something like that, depending how you see it. And it's it's without going into it, it's how can we know that what we know is the truth? Now again We won't go into that just now. But one, if there was another way of experiencing truth other than our mind, then we could say that perhaps we can experience truth without having the equation in our mind. Um, now that can sound. If if you're into f- philosophical thinking, you you probably know the word existential existentialism, and what I've just said may sound like a leap into existentialism. Um, um, but we've, for the christian they have already made that uh, s- step into faith in god and that can be made for logical reasons um, for instance like we've said in the is there a god videos podcast um, that there are certain things that are undeniable and so from going from that you can work out that there is a God and therefore you can say that you can work from that uh, to see that there are more steps that we can take and at a certain point that involves having faith in God, in what we would call the death and resurrection of Jesus. He died and he came back to life and through that uh, ev- those events, if we Give ourselves to him and ask for forgiveness for everything wrong that we've done, we can then be given knowledge, we can be given a new way of living. He himself comes and lives within us Uh, to allow us to do things we couldn't do otherwise. Um, One thing we are told is that um, Paul says, uh, I think it was Paul, I mean whether it's, I'm just trying to think if it was in a book which doesn't necessarily have an author written but we'll say Paul. It says that people who are not Christians can read the words of the Bible and it doesn't mean anything to them and it's saying that to have it revealed to you what it means you need God to actually come and live inside of you to be the sort of decoder, the translator, someone who makes you understand it. Now getting back to where we were, um, trying to think of what the point was that I was saying about. Um, Now that's not the only way we can look at the subject-object Problem, Um, because just just basically, if you're interested in that, um, for a Christian, we are. I'm created by God. You're created by God. So, my my object, you, you, I see you. You were created by the same God who made me the subject. Um, We're both, there's a correlation, um, because we're both made by the same God, and so there is, there can naturally be a link between everything, when we're not, um, you know, totally away from each other and uh, that that's why yeah i'll just leave it at that just now